cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. You make me a mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is vengeance, he is the knight, I'm Em, and that's Autumn. Hi, it's me. Hi, it's you. Um, I watched an entire season of Arrow in three days, ask me anything. But- <laughs> Uh, how Batman was it? Very I, Batman. I, um... I, the thing I like about Arrow is they just made a Batman show. They just they made a Batman a fuck. show. They don't care. They do not care. It's just Batman. Um, <laughs> uh, I had seen the first two, maybe first two and a half seasons, like... Five, seven years ago, whenever whenever Legends of Tomorrow was just getting off the ground. So, um, I thought about picking up where I left off and just decided, eh, I'll just start from the start. And if I remember too much, I'll skip ahead. But for the most part, I haven't really remembered what was going to happen next. So, um... Just... Well, you see, five years ago on an island, there's some training <laughs> happening. Meanwhile, in the present, there's a story that revolves around the things that Oliver learned while he was on the island. And it's all kind of linked together in a uh, season-long conspiracy as he gathers allies around him and learns that some of them are not who they appear to be. You could be describing the first season or season seven. It's kind of all... <laughs> <laughs> when you get to the point where Arrow, the flashbacks start happening in like season one of Arrow because they've already gone five years that's the best part of arrow no way yes (laughs) oh my god yes they start flashing back to like the time where the show is happening already (laughs) i didn't know that that's exciting i do know um because i wanted to look up like because i knew this happened from knowing a little bit of legends of tomorrow i like looked up like what season do Felicity and Oliver get together? Um, didn't really get an answer. Did get some stuff about, like, what happens in that's season a compl- eight. That's a complicated question. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's like That has, like, three answers, I think. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I read not everything that happens in season eight, but I read enough that I'm like, damn, that sounds crazy. I guess I've got to watch all of Arrow. <laughs> that sounds stupid. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just wanted a new soap opera, and I wanted a new Batman show, and this is just kind of both of those things. Did you finish Gilmore Girls? No, I don't like that Logan kid. Is it Logan his name? I don't know. I thought you were past where I stopped watching. I Rory got a new stupid boyfriend who I did not care for. I didn't make make it out of season four. I was like, this college stuff fucking sucks. (laughs) I hit a couple episodes into season five. I will will probably finish... um, 
season five at some point, but yeah, I just I needed a I needed a break. I did not like the new storyline they were doing, and so I was like, well. Also, where I got to, Luke and Lorelai got together, and then Christopher started showing up again. I'm like, oh, great. They're going to break up, and then they're going to be back together by the end of the series. I don't want to... Whatever. You know, you know, <laughs> you know how... Do you know how that show ends? Um, I know that the cast was pretty unhappy with the ending, because it was like... Oh, it, I specifically, there's a thing about Rory that I don't know if you know, and I don't want to, like... If you don't want to know it, I won't tell you it, but... No, nah, go ahead and tell me. Uh, the show ends with Rory getting a job covering the Obama campaign. No! <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's where we're at in terms of that fucking show. <laughs> I knew she, I knew one of the last scenes was that she got a job offer. Um, because yeah, I was like, why did the cast hate this? And I didn't really read enough to like get the details. Knowing that it's specifically to cover the Obama campaign is so fucking funny. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, and then I know a little bit of what happens in the Netflix revival, but not that much. Um, I I only know a little bit of that. It didn't seem very interesting. I'll be perfectly honest. No, it seemed it just seemed like an epilogue, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll stick with Arrow. Maybe I'll branch out into the Flash. Maybe I won't. I remember back when I was first watching these. Flash is really fun. Uh, yeah, that, kid, that kid's got charisma for days. Yes. Um, that show is real goofy. Um, I really liked season one of Supergirl, but I fucking hated season two of Supergirl. So, <laughs> I I watched when it first started. I guess yeah. The last time I was watching Arrowverse stuff would have been right when like Legends of Tomorrow season one was wrapping up and season one of mm-hmm. Supergirl was getting started. Maybe because I watched the yeah. first couple episodes of Supergirl and I remember thinking this show has a lot of promise, and then I just fell off all the Arrowverse stuff. I mean, yep. Supergirl I, isn't season, even Arrowverse was... at first, right? <laughs> I mean, they do a crossover in like second season of okay. Flash, so or like the second season of Supergirl and Flash is happening. Okay. Um, but yes, technically she's in a different continuity, but they eventually merge it all together. Right. Um, I was watching them kind of like, not like as they aired, but I'd like watch the arrow of that year and then watch the flash of that year or whatever. And I got to Supergirl season two and just, it was just so fucking bad. It was just so fucking bad. I think. Um, and I, it, it killed it for me. It just killed it for me dead. So at some point I'd like to go back and finish off because Legends is great. I want to see the end of Arrow. Um, I want to see what the stupid shit the Flash is still doing. That show's still on. I know. I, I you know what actually I think sparked this a little bit was um I think it was a couple of things. It was wanting a new show and part of it was just seeing the Twitter headline like Grant Gustin comes back for another season of The Flash and he's making like 2 million per episode and I I saw that I was like, "Damn." And then I was like, "Yeah, but he is really good." <laughs> yeah, you couldn't do that show without him. Yeah. Um I um, I really want to watch that Superman and Lois show. I do too. Good. But I need to watch a bunch of all the rest of the stuff before I get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have to, but you know, brains, sometimes they just don't work the way you want. Yeah. The thing is, I keep looking at it and being like, wow, there's 28 seasons of television to get across all this Arrowverse shit. I don't know if I want to watch that. And on the other hand, I'm like, well, I don't have to watch all of it. 
and mostly I just want content. And so, like, on, on some level, 28 Seasons is great because I just want something to fill my brain with. Um, I've been motoring pretty aggressively through Star Trek with my free time. And I, somehow, inexplicably, there's more Arrowverse than there ever could be Star Trek. And that's <laughs> wild. <laughs> the, that was the thing was that, I, you know... I saw that the flash was still going and that they were doing another season. And I was just like, man, this has been going about as long as the Marvel machine's been going. And they put out so much content. Um, I was also shocked to see that this stuff is all still on Netflix. I want it to be on HBO because I don't play for, I don't pay for Netflix to be in HD. So I'm a little peeved that oh. I have to keep watching standard definition arrow. <laughs> I forgot Netflix charged you based on your resolution. That's yeah. so fucking dumb. It would be fine if they were like, you know, this much for 1080p and this much for 4K. I would be okay with that. The fact that they you charge you extra a, for 1080p is stupid. <laughs> you need to just set up a uh, Plex server. Yeah, I have a Plex server. When we first moved into this apartment, we didn't have unlimited data. And so... Oh. um for like a week or two, I was like, oh man, I shouldn't be torrenting all the shit I'm torrenting. And then we just started shelling out for the unlimited data. So that's, yep, that's the thing. I'm just saying you got a Roku, you got a TV that has apps you could just put flex on your television. Yep. Don't even have to boot a console. Yep. That's, I think that's the, that's probably the thing to do. Um, yeah. that's how I watch everything. Like, you know, things, I, we have too many streaming services. It's a problem. Yeah. It's split between me and Destiny. So it's, it's just enough where it's like almost too much for one person, but between two people, I never think about it. Man, um. yesterday I went in, um, and like, cause I was going to cancel my Audible because I'm like, I haven't read a book in like three months. My hyperfixation will come back, but I'm going to cancel my Audible while I'm, uh, you know, not using it. And I discovered yeah. that for the past two years, I had been paying for Amazon Prime and not even noticed. And I'm like, damn, this is how you know you have too many streaming services in your life when you're not even keeping tabs on this shit anymore. God. I thought I, I thought I had my mom's Amazon Prime. No, apparently I have my Amazon Prime that I was paying for. <laughs> damn. So it's fucked up. I have not experienced any Batman. I thought about it, and then I just been playing Final Fantasy instead. It, I don't think it's better. It's just what I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. I thought about reading Batman comics, and I was just like, Arrow's enough. I'm good. I would really like for Titans to come back. That's what I would like. I should f I should catch up on Titans, too. Maybe I just finished Season 1 of Arrow today. Maybe I'll switch over and at least finish out Season 1 of Titans so I can close the book on that before I like go into Season yeah. 2 of Arrow. Yeah. Because then you're through, like, the boring part of Titans where it's still trying to figure out what the fuck the show is. Yeah. There's so much stuff. I watched I watched episode one of season two of Arrow, and there's so much stuff in the first part of season two that, like, is just what Arrow is in my mind um, that doesn't get introduced until season two. I'm like, oh, they didn't know like what the show was for, for months. <laughs> like what? Oh, just, like... Oliver being CEO and, um, oh, yeah, right. Like, Felicity is barely in that show until like episode 15 of season one, and she is the star, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, like Laurel right. hating, um, the the hood or whatever the fuck he's still called the hood <laughs> right. he's called the hood for like three seasons. Yeah. Thea's stupid boyfriend hasn't even become his sidekick yet. So. Oh, you mean Roy Harper? Roy Harper. 
My the, ward is a junkie. Important comic. Yeah, I was about to say important comic book character Roy Harper. <laughs> I actually like all the speedy stuff in that show. Um, I like all the Thea stuff, and I think, I, if I remember right, I end up liking Roy better, but when he's first introduced, he's like, oh man, they just gave Thea a have stupid the, has like the Has the League of Shadows, like, Ra's al Ghul stuff even popped off yet? No, no. Okay, because that's like a huge part of what that show is to me. Yeah. Like, the the constant war for who's going to be Ra's al Ghul this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like so much of the show. I mean, we haven't even, you know... um. I thought that season one was going to end with, and next time Slade is going to be the villain. We haven't even gotten to introducing like Slade is going to be the villain of season two yet, which is crazy. I I remember that season being all Slade all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Single-handedly making me like that character who I, because I'd grown up watching like the time, the, the, uh, whatever teen titan show i just thought he kind of sucked i never thought he was an interesting villain but oh i'm the flip i'm the flip where i was so young when i watched teen titans that i was like oh yeah this uh, this slate's cool and the arrow slate is stupid because he's different (laughs) um the uh the slade in uh titans is pretty all right pretty all right they kind of speed run through the obvious plot the problem Mm -hmm. is there's one slade plot (laughs) yeah like and They've done a Judas Contract movie. They've done Judas Contract in the in the other Teen Titans show. They've done Judas Contract in Arrowverse somewhere, I'm sure. Like <laughs> they've done Judas Contract so much. Um and there's not much I feel like you can do new with it other than make it grosser. <laughs> yes. Um Man, that was a have they uh, have they brought John Brownman back yet, or is he still? No, I knew. Okay, I that was the other thing is I thought season one literally ends with um, Tommy dies, like he's dying. Cut to credits. Um, Okay, and I was like, man, I thought for sure season two ended with like John Barrowman hops in a limo with Slade or something. You know, like I Mm -hmm. was like, I thought it was introducing. I thought they were introduced immediately that. Merlin lives and, and Slade's the big bad next time. No. He might be my favorite part of that show. It's like it's like Diggle and Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's Diggle, Felicity, and then Merlin. Um The Felicity stuff gets too wrapped up in like bad relationship melodrama mm-hmm. at some point, but yes, you're not wrong. Uh I just think she, I just think she's lovely. Um they definitely um that whole arc where they set up Ray, uh, Ray Palmer is like the Baxter for this relationship <laughs> right. that you know is going to happen fucking sucks. That, I hate it. All that is funny to me because I saw Legends of Tomorrow before I saw season two of Arrow because I was just Legends of Tomorrow was just what was on at the time. And so I see him three seasons later, like doesn't even talk to felicity like they're over like it, self-actualized yes. <laughs> yeah yeah he's just a different character so then when he shows up in season two of arrow i already knew it but i was like oh he's not a dick like this <laughs> he's he's no. just the you know charming doof guy in legends of tomorrow <laughs> yes saved him from being the superman in the movie no one can watch anymore now he just has a nice <laughs> career as uh ray palmer it's great yeah. um Gosh, there was one other thought I had about Merlin that I lost, but it's probably fine. Um. Anyway, should we talk about Batman? 
I guess we could. <laughs> <laughs> Our episode this week is Dreams in Darkness, the 20th episode of Batman the Animated Series. This was written by Judith and Garfield Reeves Stevens, directed by Dick Sebast, animation by Studio Junio. This came out November 3rd, 1992. This is one of my friend's birthdays. I, I posted this image because I was uh, surprised by the writing credits, which we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were, she was like, oh, that's my birthday, my actual birthday. I was like, oh. Okay, Batman came out on your birthday. <laughs> uh, anyway, what happens in this episode? Um, okay. Cold open on Batman in Arkham Asylum, giving you uh, Blade Runner 1982 narration about, um, you know, oh, how do I end up here in a straitjacket? Um, oh, my God. You've ruined this episode for me single-handedly <laughs> right now. I thought about. I mean, I'll just think. I'll just think of the fucking end of that movie, where after the big point in speech, it was Harrison Ford's like, <laughs> I don't know what he meant by that, but it was very dramatic, and I felt a lot of emotions. And I'm like, this movie, fuck you, fuck you. It's actually Sunset Boulevard narration, but calling well, it here's Blade the thing. Runner. Here's the, here's the thing about me: I've never seen Sunset Boulevard. Man, fuck. Okay, <laughs> we all have gaps. I'm. <laughs> I'm sending some text messages. <laughs> Sunset okay. Boulevard rips. Anyway, um, uh, so Batman in Arkham, uh, and then we flash back to how did he get here? Um, he went to go break up a heist, and he got dosed with some uh, like super duper scarecrow fear toxin, um, and uh, so did the guy who he was like, you know breaking up this heist with. <clears throat> so, uh, the doctor is like, here, I have an antidote for Scarecrow stuff, but it'll put you to sleep for t- for 48 hours. And Batman's like, I can't afford that. Scarecrow's going to poison the river with the fear toxin. And so he takes the antidote and he uh, gives the doctor the slip and um, starts having all these hallucinations. And he crashes the Batmobile outside Arkham Asylum. He was coming to Arkham to see it, like, to figure out Crane's whereabouts, but um, the the doctors are like, he's hallucinating, he he's has a fever, um, he just crashed the Batmobile, we're, we're bringing him in, we're putting him in a straitjacket, and we're, you know, gonna see what's up with Batman, and one doctor says, we should take off his mask, and the, the other doctor says, no, that would break the illusion. Uh, <laughs> so, Batman in a mask, in Arkham, um, ends up, like, convincing... No, he doesn't convince any doctor of anything. He gives the doctors the slip. He, you know, kicks the shit out of some orderlies and he gets out of his uh, trench coat and he keeps having all these hallucinations of Joker and Penguin and Poison Ivy. But um, eventually he gets down into Arkham Cavern, which is the which is below Arkham Asylum and is connected to the city's water supply where Scarecrow is planning to dump all the fear toxin but he saves the day despite all his hallucinations um and that's pretty much it this episode fucking whips uh it is the same scare scarecrow plot we've seen twice now so (laughs) uh that's true you do get a hallucination sequence where uh batman sees an enormous blood dripping gun (laughs) fucking sick (laughs) You get you get the penguin's head exploding like a balloon. Exploding? Yes. 
Yes, so fucked up. <laughs> and then the t- and then Two Face emerges from it, sticking his hand up out of Penguin's corpse. It's disgusting, and I love it. It's good. It's good. This is the most. We talk a lot about the noirness of this. This is the most noir ass yeah. uh, episode of Batman in the entire world. So the thing I know uh, I said about the writers, uh, Judith Garfield, Reeve Stevens. I know them as uh book writers specifically for star trek books ones that we like that i like a lot we have uh me and jackson have this podcast it's let's say dormant uh <laughs> called uh second officer slog where we were reading star trek books and we still do every six months we're actually recording uh tomorrow on that and it'll be out the same day this is i think i'm assuming i edit it um but um one of our favorite books is a book that they wrote uh with william shatner inexplicably um, huh <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's really fucking good. It's the only Star Trek book that's ever been correct about the Federation being a neoliberal imperial institution. Uh, it's great. It's incredible. Um, but it was very weird to see them on this episode and then this episode be like this fucking, like, a protracted dream sequence of Batman just going through a bunch of sanity effects mm. that they'll put in a video game in the future. Yeah, yeah. You just, like, all of this just ends up becoming Arkham Asylum, the video game. Like, just. Yes. You know, rip the pages out, copy paste. You know. <laughs> yes. Um, Apparently, this story in particular is based on a, a story that uh, Garfield Reeves Stevens wrote for a novel, like a short story <laughs> collection called "The Further Adventures of the Joker," which came out really? in 1990. Yes, it's just a fiction anthology of stories about the Joker. Huh. Which um, it was the follow up to "The Further Adventures of Batman" and was followed by "The Further Adventures of Batman" Volume Two, featuring the Penguin, and "The Further Adventures of Batman" Volume Three, featuring Catwoman, which are amazing titles for books. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like the you know, I um, I've been on like a noir kick. I watched um, like auto an Otto Preminger movie this week. Uh, Casablanca is not noir, but I did watch Casablanca right before I watched this episode. Um, and so hey, it's black and white. It must be noir. Shut what the are you fuck talking up. About? <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it's it just made me so delighted when um. Batman starts just doing like the grizzled narration. I'm like, oh, cool. We're just leaning into it. We're good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the guy who runs Arkham Asylum, though, is like the weirdest man in the world. Yeah. Because he's like, he he's like, he's like a Twilight Zone character. And they like, yeah. he's, he's very calmly saying things that don't make any sense the minute you think about them. Mm-hmm. But he just like has authority because he's like this quiet talking doctor. He's like, Batman, none of the patients could escape Arkham Asylum, the place where patients escape literally every episode. <laughs> They're right here. The people you would call like Poison Ivy or Two-Face the Joker are Pamela Isley, Harvey Dent, Jack Napier. I'm like, oh, that guy from the movie that yeah. is dubiously canon. <laughs> Hearing someone say Jack Napier was like a shock to my system i was like what yes yes <laughs> um yeah uh i didn't i didn't think about twilight zone until you said it but i was waiting for the twilight zone twist of like this guy's crane's like accomplice apprentice mentor oh, they, we, we we're actually getting an episode in a, a couple episodes because i was looking at what we have ahead and there is an extremely one of those coming very soon yeah because so. i remember I was like, the, the, the staff of Arkham is not portrayed that positively in this show, but this episode just is like, yeah, this is just a well-meaning doctor. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. But in a way, we're like, 
he's going to keep Batman in this, like, in Arkham to, like, help him. A thing that people do in Arkham, I guess, for the first time ever. <laughs> Arkham is Arkham's a bat. Arkham is prison for crazy people. Yes. That's the, like, in the world of Batman, there is no rehabilitation happening. It's just, a, it's literally a gothic castle where they put the supervillains. Like, we saw it just a few weeks ago, and it was just like, we all let them sit around in their costumes, rocking themselves back and forth and scheming. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Either it's weird because like sometimes you get like the what was the 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 Joker's Christmas whatever where they're all sitting in like a like a almost like a group therapy room right, right? Like, just like an idling room like it is a mental hospital but most of the time they're behind their Hannibal Lecter glass panels where <laughs> they're just like menacing or pretending to plants or whatever. Uh, you know the the um it's funny because this was another Scarecrow episode but like when the doctors like. Well, I just saw Jonathan Crane this morning. I'm like, literally someone told this to Batman last month. It's like, oh, I saw Jonathan Crane. And then you went and looked and it was just a fucking scarecrow sitting in a rocking chair, jackass. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous. Oh. Um, why is why is the city's water reservoir in a giant gothic machine like three <laughs> levels underneath the city? <laughs> Do people just do? Does an average like guy who works for the like water department go down, take like a huge elevator down hundreds of feet below the city every day to work in a like a cave like that? Is that just a normal job you can have in Gotham City? I'm gonna run for mayor of Gotham, and my platform is going to be: we will have the most rigorously filtered and tested water supply. Like every ten minutes, someone's putting like some sort of test. Is there any fear toxin? Is there any Joker toxin? All right, good. <laughs> Yes, I just want a story about the people who live this metropolis life where every morning that like they go from this the city that's always dark down into the caverns way below the subways to the the old city where the this giant water reservoir machine is. And you, you just hope someday it's not invaded by supervillains, but here we are. This is the day. That's the other thing is like if that's your job, you have to have like you have to have, like, an ankle bracelet on you. It's like, if this guy's heart stops beating, we know the Joker's down there fucking something up. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you get workers' comp coverage for anything in Gotham City? Really? <laughs> how do you get insurance? Like... <laughs> Yeah, do they just not cover acts of supervillains? Like, oh, if it's a supervillain, fucking act of God, we don't cover that shit. You bet. Like, if you if you like twist your ankle, that's fine. But if a Joker like gasses you, you're fucked. Your family's fucked. You're destitute. <laughs> well, also, I've never met you. If you see the Joker, I don't know you. We had never had this conversation. Don't tell him my name. <laughs> <sighs> We're gonna get the uh, the Agents of Shield style episode about the insurance adjusters who work Gotham City. Just like, what the fuck is happening here? Well, <laughs> like, um. There is a really good Dwayne McDuffie Marvel comic called da uh, Damage mm -hmm. Control that is about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they tried to put that into Marvel, right? Yeah. Like that's in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, they tried to put it in. Um, it's not nearly as good when they try to, like, make it MCU-ified because in the, in the comic, Dwayne McDuffie is clearly just having a laugh and it's just like, oh, what's the most ridiculous situation I can put this insurance adjuster in? You know? <laughs> um, and in the movie, it's all... You know, that's the, is that the one where the vulture is, uh, right, but too much, I think? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that was the one that like finally put me into awareness that ruined my ability to like even remotely enjoy Marvel movies. They're always like the villains, right? But too much. That movie came out the same year as Black Panther, which is the movie that made me like, oh, these are too much. Like all the villains are just right, but too much. <laughs> yep. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that um, Killmonger is sometimes right, but too much, but also he's like actively hurting the people that he claims to support. Mm -hmm. Like he is just wrong in like fundamental ways in that movie that just don't work. Yeah. Um, if he was more right, the movie would be better, but also <laughs> they shouldn't end up with opening a fucking tech school. God, God we can't talk no. about the bad Marvel no, movies. No, no, because I... We're closing it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, this episode just whips. I also, I understood now why they like kind of uh, put Scarecrow on hiatus after this episode because they have done the same plot three times now. Um, he does kind of just show up and like spread some gas and then go, ooh. Yeah. Which is also, um, you know, why he doesn't show back up for Arkham City, I assume, because they're like, well, we did it. <laughs> Is Scarecrow not in Arkham City? I don't think so. He's definitely not in Arkham Knight. Um, oh, there's an Easter egg with Scarecrow. Mm. I don't know what it is. I, don't, I just remember him being in there in some fashion. But uh, oh no, he's definitely in Arkham Knight. He's the main villain at the end of Arkham Knight. I'm stupid. Um, I've not. I played an hour of Arkham Knight twice and was like, no, 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 no. He he's the main villain at the end. It's really bad. Um. I thought it was. I thought it was the Arkham Knight slash definitely not the Red Hood slash definitely Red Hood. There's, it well yeah it's that but also like once you, I think you deal with the Arkham Knight who's definitely not the Red Hood who definitely is the Red Hood and then like one level higher than that is like um, Scarecrow because he has knives for hands for some reason I remember. Um, and he yeah, like Freddy Krueger. They're like they're not knives. They're like um, syringes. Yeah, and he gives he gives Batman a lethal dose of scarecrow toxin, I think. But then it turns out fine. Batman reveals his identity to Gotham and then kills himself at the end of that game. But it's definitely fake. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, no, he definitely, it's definitely like, let me tell you about the day the Batman died, and he's definitely not. Yeah. Dead. You, you, much like the, uh, no, it's like the fucking bad Christopher Nolan movie, which is about <laughs> Batman being dead, but not actually dead. Um, I was thinking about it this week because they pushed that Suicide Squad game back. I'm, I'm ready to go back. It, you know, I, I feel like Gotham Knights or Suicide Squad have a lot of potential to hurt me, but I'm willing to give them another chance. I'm willing to. I I don't know. I don't know. I I just don't trust it. Like I I've not played Arkham Knight. I just can't find it in myself. I thought Arkham Origin was like okay, but then I never finished it. I got like mm -hmm. two thirds of the way through, and it was just not. A, it just didn't hold together enough. This... Um, I have no interest in Suicide Squad because it's like a team based shooter, right? Like, oh, is it? I don't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I thought so. I just assumed I thought it was, it was like a four-player shooter thing. You're probably right. That makes way more sense. Um, I just assumed it was another one of these. I was not looking for it because initially they were going to put out Gotham Knight and Suicide Squad in the same year. And I was like, man, I don't want to play two of those within like two months of each other. But um, Suicide Squad's next year and Gotham Knight's is supposed to be this year at some point. They still haven't set a date, so I bet it's going to be like March 2023. But... Yeah. 
it's, it's described as an action adventure shooter, and I'm pretty sure the thing is that you put like you can play a four player co op or whatever. Okay, I'm crossing that game off my list. <laughs> there you um, go. But I will. I was, take kinda, off I was like, that doesn't sound like a game that you would want. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's an open world around Metropolis. Uh, you can play it solo. If you use four player co op. Um. Single player, you pick which character you're playing as. Is this what um, Dying Light is? No, Dying Light's an open world RPG zombie. It's like a, it's like the factions in a post-apocalypse zombie. Th- it's okay. like you know in Walking Dead where it's about like which of us is going to form the world's shittiest government. It's that, but in, like a bad RPG. Okay, okay. You can tell I'm not a great friend because I didn't read Jackson's review. Um, but it's fine. <laughs> you should read it. It's good. I should. But it's I all should. look as someone who's a friend of Jackson. You've heard the argument. We make this. You listen to Voip Life. We make that same fucking argument every two weeks. <laughs> we don't have a new argument. We've said the same thing for 10 years. It's just gotten more true over time. Mm-hmm. We've never been wrong. Video games are bad in the exact same way they've always been. I was listening to um, the. Uh, abnormal mapping about Katamari Damacy today. Um, yes, which is that's a good fucking video game. That's a good video game. It's from 2017, and in that episode, <laughs> you two are like, "But of course, no one makes games anymore. You know, the industry is dying." <laughs> and that was 2017. That was five years ago. God, it was five years ago. That's <laughs> fucked up. That was before I knew you? Question mark. <laughs> Around God, maybe. I yeah. mean, definitely before we were friends. Definitely. That's just like crazy to think about. That, like, yeah, we've just been beating this drum for this whole time. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, um, what the fuck was I going to say? I don't think I have anything more about this episode. No, it's pretty good. It's really good. But uh, yeah, Scarecrow's a weird villain because I think it's like interesting, but he kind of only has one. Like the Batman Begins has the same fucking plot, where he's like, oh, "I'm going to gas Gotham City." Um. That's it. That's all he does is gas Gotham City, and it's either for, like, monetary gain or si- weird scientific research, and that's it. Those are the only two reasons. Last time... It. I think it's, he dosed with his own gas, and he sees a Batman demon. He's like, oh, <laughs> that's it. That's the plot. Last time, it was for monetary gain so that he could fund his new scientific research. <laughs> like, yes. it's just the same shit. <laughs> Oh, the end of this episode, the implication that Bruce Wayne is just chilling right. shirtless in an enormous <laughs> cave filled with bats. Um, this is where he's going to do his like two days of rest as he comes off these drugs is so fucking weird. The, a, a shirtless, like 30 year old Bruce Wayne getting tucked in by Alfred. Oh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's extremely like, thank you so much, Alfred. I, I'll take my warm milk and cookie. <laughs> Love you. Night. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Um, I have I have an email. Oh, kind of. I have a message from a listener. Yes. Um, the the Damian Wayne of our show, uh, Neve writes in. By the way, Autumn watched Batman before coming over this week, so they won't have any of my opinions to pass off as their own. <laughs> I was going to give you the floor to retort. I, okay. <laughs> Last week, I was I was over at Nia's place. We watched Batman together, and she made some joke that I then also made on this show, and she's been salty about it the entire time. 
I don't I don't see you here every Friday recording, so you know, those are free jokes. <laughs> um This is what happens. It's like Look, being in the orbit of a podcaster is like being in the orbit of a comedian. Mm-hmm. You're going to become material. Yes. You can't avoid it. If you don't want it, just stay away. Um, this did also remind me that um, we got an email from Madrin, which coincidentally they had emailed about Dreams and Darkness, and I forgot to read it last week when they sent it, so I will oh. just read it now. Nice. Um... I just watched Dreams in Darkness and realized that I'd actually seen it as a very young child. I think my parents bought me a random VHS with this episode on it, uh, presumably not realizing what the episode is, because it's probably not an episode to show to a four-year-old. I thought it was interesting what parts I remembered and what parts I didn't. Certain images were very familiar, but I didn't remember the voiceover narration at all. My question is, have you ever rewatched a piece of media you saw at a young age and felt it slowly come back to you, or did it seem totally different from what you thought it was? I have an answer for this, if you don't. Go ahead. Um, Around the time I was reading Naruto in 2020, I went and watched the first episode of the dub and discovered, without my realizing, that I still knew every single line in the first episode of Naruto right before it happened. Like, I just needed, like, the little cue of the animation, so and weird. I would just, That's oh, so right, weird. this is what he says next. <laughs> um, I have that, but only about, like, a couple of movies I watched, like, War Out as a Kid, like uh, Jurassic Park or Terminator 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, those are my two big ones. <clears throat> um, Episodes of TNG just burn into my brain. I feel like I would have this if I watched um, early seasons of Power Rangers, but I haven't seen any Power Rangers stuff since I was very, very young. But we definitely had VHSs of Power Rangers stuff laying around that I would probably remember more than I realize. Mm. Um, I have this with, like, horror movies, like, segments of horror movies. Like, slowly I've been, as an adult, trying to work through all the big horror franchises, um, and you just catch something and, like... It's like, I don't think I've seen, you know, Freddy's Dead, Final Nightmare or whatever. You watch it like, no, I definitely remember this one sequence, not the rest of this, but this one thing <laughs> weird stuck in my brain. Uh, the, 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 the kid who's hard of hearing has hearing aids. And in the dream world, they're like crazy intense existence, organic hearing aids. And Freddy drops a bunch of pins and the noise makes the kid's head explode because it's turned up too loud. <laughs> Burn into my brain. I should watch some, uh, I've never seen any Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I should watch those. They're good. I'm okay. One's really good. Two's really good and really interesting. Um, in a kind of different way. It was widely derided at the time, but it's like really fucking gay in a way that like mm. movies just were not of this type in this era. So it was, it has found its niche audience as like, this is an exploration of like this boy realizing that he has a, a feelings about other boys and how the fuck do you do that in like the framework of a horror movie? It's really, it's messy, but good. Uh, and then I really like Wes Craven's new nightmare and everything in between. I could kind of take or leave. Wes Craven is gay, right? Is that, uh, I... well, he didn't, he didn't do that one, but okay. I have no idea. Okay. I, I thought maybe I might be misremembering who's who. Um, Wes Craven is dead. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't know. No, no. Am I thinking I'm of Clive sure. Barker? Oh, whatever. Who cares? I'm not gonna. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're thinking of Clive Barker. Okay, I'm gonna double check because I'm not like super up on Clive Barker. Yes, Clive Barker is definitely gay. Okay, and alive. Okay, <laughs> two differences. Wes Craven had three wives and is dead. <laughs> 
Um, because I was like, I was looking at Wikipedia, I'm like, well, he had some wives, but that doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, I think he was just a straight man who was dead. Um, yeah, I should watch those. Um, yeah, should watch. I've seen like maybe half of Craven's like stuff. I like everything I've seen more or less. Um, should finish the rest of them. I um, I think I saw Friday the Thirteenth like when I was a teenager and I was like, Oh, Friday the 13th is a bad movie. And I just assumed that I didn't like slashers for a long time. And I think I just don't like that slasher. <laughs> no, no, no. I, look, Friday the 13th is like the best one of them too. Friday the 13th is a bad fucking franchise. It's just miserable. Yeah. It's like the most conservative version of the genre. It doesn't ever do anything too particularly weird. Part of the fun is like, you know, in Halloween five, there's like a, all the doctors are in a weird druid cult. They're trying to like turn Michael Myers immortal through like a blade with runes on it. You're like, what the fuck's happening here? (laughs) Why is this the plot now? Um, none of that happens in Friday the 13th. It's just the same story and over again. It fucking sucks. Uh, there are better franchises to enjoy yeah. than that one. Yeah, I think I just saw that one and assumed I didn't like these, but I, I think I do like slashers, just not that one, you know? Because I fucking love Texas Chainsaw and Halloween, I'll tell you that. So. Okay. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but it did. <laughs> oh, you know what? I have seen the 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. I have seen that. No, that, it's so bad. That movie's so that, fucking terrible. That movie's really bad. Oh my bad. god. This was the the Friday the Friday 13th like reboot of the same era is like infinitely better than that movie inexplicably <laughs> uh because that is one of the worst remakes I've ever seen. It's so fucking bad. It misses the point so much. <laughs> this was this was at uh a party. This is probably not the party where i've had my first ever beer but it was with the same friends so (laughs) okay um just to give you like a sense of like where i was at with the 2010 nightmare on elm street remake i think i think at this party i was like we should watch the old one and i think people were like well no the new one's gonna be better it's new (laughs) oh i hope you're not friends with those people no no good (laughs) um god what a bat! Oh, that movie suck, fucking sucks so much. Produced by Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it means a whole. Moment, no, I just I was just surprised to see his name. Um, we are not talking about Batman anymore. No, but you know, secretly, all I want is a horror podcast. I just don't know who to do it with. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, man, that movie like single handedly killed Jack Earl Haley's career. I feel like. <laughs> That's a Rorschach, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was the year after that, and then he kind of just did nothing for a long time. Damn. Nothing I can do about it. I guess he's like he's in Lincoln. He's in the RoboCop reboot. I've never seen that either. But he's like, in he's in that preacher yeah. show, apparently. Yeah. But he was like the after watching her was like, oh shit, this guy. No. <laughs> Sorry. You made you made you were a bad Freddy Krueger. I don't know what to tell you. Did you ever read Preacher? No, it didn't mm. seem like it'd be to my taste at all. I read it young enough that it's kind of like in my DNA. Um, and like, I'm sure if I revisit it, I'd be like, ooh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't grow up reading comics. The only time I would have read it is like, 
you know, in my mid twenties, kind of like your age. And mm. I don't think I could, I don't think I could appreciate preacher from that point on. <laughs> I think when I, I think when I was like 14 or 15, I had an older friend who was like, you got to read these vertigo comics. Here's like a couple issues of Sandman and preacher. And I read all of preacher and I didn't read any more fucking Sandman. Cause I hate Sandman. I've never read, I've never read Sandman either. Just like huge gaps. Yeah. Um, I I'm looking, I'm like, have I read any Garth Ennis? Like I, I've never really read any, um, any um judge dread it's like a big gap i once thought about filling and then never did um <laughs> i i've never i've never read any hellblazer yeah nothing i once had a friend um tell me he I, this friend was very religious and sometimes he liked garth Ennis comics but sometimes he felt like they were like kind of offensive to like religious like christian people because garth ennis is like a hardcore like oh christianity's stupid because i grew up as a christian and i hate my dad <laughs> um yeah. and so my friend was like hey can you read these ghostwriter comics for me and just like tell me if they're offensive the very first <laughs> issue of this ghostwriter comic he had me read has um like Daniel and Malachi as angels and a lady sees them and like blows their cover. And so I think the angel Malachi like makes her have a miscarriage. <laughs> That's like page three. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, uh, that's my story. We are so far. afield. <laughs> It's fine. It's been it's been pleasant. Yeah, I'm enjoying anything. it. I just was like, how did I get here? I honestly don't know if I could track it for you. No. Um next time we are watching Eternal Youth. I don't know this one. At least not by title. This is an Alfred episode. Oh, heck yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Um well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee, all the podcasts at exportodd.io. That's got, that's the Patreon page and we have links there to all the free feeds or you can give us a dollar a month and get early access to many of the shows like this one or Bag End Book Club or Ars Arcanum. And for $5 a month, you can get access to Pop Town Funk, uh, which is a dumb podcast that I do, uh, that I resent right now because I need to read some Overwatch comics. (laughs) It's good. What are you talking about? It's a very good podcast. I just don't want to read Overwatch comics. <laughs> It'll be over very quickly, yeah. at least. Like, they're not long, right? I assume not. Let me see. I, I have it right here. Um, loading Archive. Look, you watched the, the, the fucking awful... What's that show? The Machina whatever. Vox, oh, Vox Machina. Machina. Yeah, yeah. Th- these comics will be easy compared to that. Two hundred pages, which is not too bad. Also, Ooh, never mind. I take it back. That's a lot of pages. <laughs> uh, it's like four page shorts. We could just read the ones with far. Whatever. I'm not going to get into this on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Pop Town Funk is very good. I think it's worth five dollars. I think people. Yeah. Uh, if you want a taste of what Pop Town Funk is, you could go listen to the most le- recent episode of Export Audio, uh, where we talk about the Critical Role show. Um, that's kind of what Pop Town is like, honestly. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> I, I I think the exports may be more on topic than Pop Town is, but yes, mm-hmm. generally. 
That last Pop Town was not about the thing. That last really? Pop Town was not about the thing. And weirdly, I thought Export, we were going to talk about Vox Machina for 10 minutes and then go somewhere else. And no, we stayed, We had an hour and a half of bullshit to say about Vox Machina, apparently. <laughs> yep. So. Um, you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. You can find most of my podcasts at normalmapping.com. You should listen to Reptrace Gratings. We're about to record on uh, next week on Synecdoche, New York, which I've never seen. Excited to watch it. Oh. Um, and um, but, but, but what I want to say, this podcast comes out every Monday. Free episodes are available at exportaudio slash Batman. Again, if you want to pledge to the export Patreon, you get them a week early. You should do that because there's a bunch of great podcasts there. You got to be here with me every week banging the table for more ornate stairwells. <laughs> you got to hear the ludicrous things Autumn says, <laughs> like the cabinet of Dr. Caligari is mid. <laughs> That's 20-year-old Autumn. You can't trust them. <laughs> They're dead I to don't, me. I don't. I would fight them in the street. <laughs> um, anyway, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll read a Batman comic again someday. Who can say? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll Maybe. read Watchmen. I think we talked about that at one point and then never followed up We definitely up on talked it. about that. <laughs> I mean, we've got, look, we, we could do this forever. Yeah. We're busy. Yeah. Um, uh, until next time, Batman. Batman. Batman.